Thank you for joining us for this week's sermon podcast from the First United Methodist Church of Parable. Friends, as we prepare our hearts to turn towards God's Holy Scripture, let us say a word of prayer. Holy and loving God, we thank you for these words written so long ago, words that still speak truth to us today. And as we turn our attention towards your scriptures, may your Holy Spirit ride on our hearts what you would have us here today. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray these things. Amen. I invite you to hear this reading from Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered, and they were bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let it be known to you and listen what I say. This is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show portents in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoke and mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Our gospel lesson this morning from Matthew 11. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying a heavy burden, and I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the word of God for we, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing unto you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Jesse and her grandpa pulled up to the church parking lot. Jesse was exhausted from a sleepless night of excitement. She didn't sleep at all because she was looking forward to this morning, this Saturday morning, because it was confirmation weekend. And her church had this interesting tradition on confirmation weekend. All the confirmands, all the teachers, the pastors, all of the family would gather together on Saturday morning to celebrate by having a big old breakfast. You know, that good breakfast with biscuits and gravy and sausage and bacon and pancakes and eggs. I hope you're not hungry this morning. 
Yeah. It was that wonderful breakfast. And after they ate the breakfast, they would go outside to the lot next to the church and they would prepare the community garden for planting during the spring. This was an exciting time. Jesse had heard about this and had seen the, the, the products of the garden, but she's never had the opportunity to do so. But this was her year and all of her confirmands' year that they were finally celebrating, having completed all the classes and attending confirmation weekend. And so she began to wake up as they made their way inside, and you could just smell that collage of all those wonderful foods and coffee and bacon and eggs, and maybe I'm hungry this morning. But they made their way to the line, and she said, I know I'm going to need a lot of fuel to do all the work that we have before us today, so load me up. So she got the pancakes, and the sausage, and the biscuits, and the gravy, and finally, her and her grandpa made their way to the last serving station. And the one serving was handing out eggs, and she said, Jesse, would you like some eggs? And Jesse thought for a second, and she said, well, how were they cooked? Now, Jesse's grandpa looked a bit confused because Jesse's not a picky eater. And Jesse thought for a second and she said, Yeah, how are they cooked? And the person serving said, Well, we have a lot of people, so today the eggs are scrambled. Jesse thought and she said, Not scrambled today. I think today I would like my eggs like Jesus makes them. And then she goes and sits down. A little bit confused, the grandpa looked at the person serving. They just exchanged a, sh- a shrugged shoulder and a smile. And Her grandpa was determined to figure out what she was talking about. So he got a cup of coffee and went down and sat next to Jesse, and they began their breakfast. And he said, Jesse, what did you mean by you want your eggs the way Jesus makes them? And she said, well, we heard this scripture last week that Jesus makes his eggs easy. The yolk is easy. And that's how you and grandma like it, right? Where the yolk is runny and you can slop it up with some biscuits? Jesse's grandpa chuckled and he said, I don't think that's exactly what the scripture was talking about. And they begin to have a conversation exactly what Jesus meant when he said, my yoke is easy. He said, you remember when we went to the races last year and we watched the wagons go by and the horses had this special uh, harness on? That is called a yoke. And way back when, when they were plowing fields like we're going to plow today, they would have ox carry this yoke that would help distribute the weight of the workload that they had before him. Even today... They still use the yoke and the ox. In fact, if there's ground like we have outside where there's a lot of rocks and the dirt is really tough, the yoke is shared. There'll be two oxen there pulling the weight of the workload. And that's what Jesus was talking about, Jesse. Do you follow along? She thought for a second. She said, I think so. I think so. But if something is shared, if Jesus' yoke is shared, what is the work? What is the load? What is the thing that it's pulling? Jesse's grandpa said, why don't you think about that a little bit while we're working today? And as they finished up breakfast, Jesse pondered these things and and she began to chuckle and her grandpa said, what's so funny? And she said, grandpa, I think your yoke's a little bit easy today on the workload that we have before us. And her grandpa said, well, what do you mean by that? And she said, well, you don't have a yoke that goes on an ox or an oxen. You have that new hand tractor that grandma got you for your birthday. (laughs) Laughing, her grandpa chuckled and and said, yeah, yeah, today my workload's going to be a little bit easier, and I'm excited to utilize the hand tractor as we get to work. Everybody finished up their breakfast, and they all went outside to the lot next to the church, 
And they prepared to prepare the field. And Jesse's grandpa started up that hand tractor and began to make the first row. And as he made the first plow row, it was like he was cutting through butter as he made his way through that tough ground. It was so easy and everybody was excited. This was going to be an easy morning to get everything done. And Jesse's grandpa turned around and came back another row and turned around and did another one and another one. And Jesse said, I want to give it a shot. This looks kind of easy. And so excited for her, Jesse's grandpa said, here you go, have at it. So Jesse grabbed a hold of the handles of the hand tractor and she geared it up and she ready to go and she just went and she noticed it wasn't as easy as her grandpa made it look. That the hand tractor started going back and forth and she really had a fight with it as she made her way down the field. And when she got to the end, she was so excited that she had finished and she turned around and where her grandpa's plow lines were parallel, one to the other to the other, hers wasn't. Hers was going one side to the other to the other. It looked like Charlie Brown's shirt. She was upset. She had failed. And her grandpa, seeing that she was upset, made his way to her and he said, why don't you try it again? But this time, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to help you as we start down this plow line. And when I see that you've got it, that you're going in the right direction, I'm going to let go and let you take it. She said, that sounds like a great idea. So they started down this plow line and her grandpa's helping her and, and, and holding that tractor, hand tractor down the road and it's just going back and forth. But he looks back and says, it looks pretty good. Just keep going, just keep going. And grandpa lets go and Jesse makes her way down to the end of the field and she stops and she turns around and she takes uh, observation of the field. And she saw grandpa's line after line after line perfectly parallel. She saw that zigzag line that she made and then finally... Her last line matched grandpa's. With the new confidence that she found, Jessie thought to herself, well, this is easy. I can finish this whole field by myself. I'm going to give it a go. And she starts down the next plow line. This morning, our scripture from Acts reminds us of the time that the apostles were gathered in the house. And as they gathered together in the house, there were Jews from all over the known world at that time around them in various areas of the city. And what happens is God shows up and God shows out. There is a loud noise like a rush of wind so loud that everybody who was around came to where the apostles were to find out what in the world that was. And when they arrived, they were perplexed. For each one of these Jews people, these Jews groups were from different areas of the world. They had their own native tongue. But when they showed up, they heard the apostles speaking. And when they were speaking, they heard them in their own language. They said, what is going on? How is it that we hear those who speak a different language in our language? What are they saying? Peter says, this is what has been told. This is what has been prophesied. This is what Jesus had promised us, that God would pull out, pour out God's very Spirit upon us. And when God did so, the ones that you thought were a little bit different, the ones that had a different language, become something new. And you hear them in your own language. Listen to what they're saying. They are proclaiming to you the good news, the grace of God, and the love of Jesus Christ. And that day... 
multitudes were added to the faith. As we look around this worship space today, as you came in, you saw a cross with various ribbons of orange and yellow and red representing the fire that's described in our text this morning. You see the doves on the wall and on the cross as representation of the Holy Spirit that we talked about this morning. Today is a, is a celebration. We celebrate that moment of Pentecost where God shows up and pours out God's Spirit upon the apostles that empowers them to do the work that was before them. Not only do we celebrate that moment, but friends, today we celebrate that, that same Spirit God's Holy Spirit is right here, right now, poured out upon us, empowering us to be a little bit different, empowering us to proclaim the good news, the grace of God, the love of Jesus Christ to all this world. That's our calling, that's our commandment, that's our mandate, that we should share the grace and the love of God Throughout the whole world. I want you to think about that for a second. You are called to tell the world about the love of Jesus. Confirmands, you are called to tell the world about the love of Jesus. When we think about that for a little bit, what a daunting and almost impossible task for us to take on our own. But as the power of the Holy Spirit pours out upon us and enables us to do this task, the power of the Holy Spirit whispers something so wonderful to our hearts. As she made her way down that next plow line, she noticed that it became even more and more difficult to handle that hand tractor. It started to waver one side to the other. Her arms started to get tired. Her legs started to shake, and she was just exhausted. And without warning, she turned around to tell everybody, I need a break. And when she turned around, she noticed that what she thought was a straight plow line once again began to waver side to side. And as she followed that zigzag line, about a quarter of the way through, she noticed her grandpa. Her grandpa had a rake in his hand. And he was correcting the plow line where she had missed up. And behind her grandpa was one of her fellow confirmands who had a shovel, who was fixing a hole that she had made. And as she observed that whole field, she saw others from her church, her teachers, her mentors, her guardians, her pastors, her family, her friends, working together to correct that zigzag line that she first made. Jessie was upset for a second. She thought... I thought I could do it on my own, but I failed. And after she sat there and she thought a little bit longer, Jessie became thankful. She said, I'm so glad that I do not have to prepare this field by myself. Today, we celebrate baptisms. Today, we will welcome others into the church. And today, we will make holy promises covenants, covenants between God and us and us and God, and holy promises between each other. The promise being that we are not alone in this thing called faith. We are not alone in our task of ministry to this world to share with the world the grace and the love of God through Jesus Christ. Because this thing called faith, the work that we have before us, falls under the yoke of Jesus Christ. 
And as we are one with Christ and one with each other, we don't come into our faith with a burden, with anxiety, with a heavy load, but we come with peace and we know that the work together is easy. So by the grace of God and the love of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray that we continue to live into the holy promises that we make, to love God, to love one another, and to tell the world about Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about First United Methodist Church by going to our website at www.fumcparagold.org. May God bless you this week.